0: took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. (laughs) DDP yoga can work for anyone.
1: DDP. DDP radio. Well, well, well. Hello, my friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of GDP Radio Live right here at GDPRadio.com. As always, my name is Michael Mullins, broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And with that being said, we take our majestic trip to the top of the tower here at the DDP Radio Megaplex. This time, I've got that Go-Go Gadget hat. A helicopter flies outside of my hat. I hold on to the handles and all the way up, scaling the building like I'm a superman. All the way up to the top of the building, and I gently place myself down at the top of the rooftop suite of the DDP Radio Megaplex. And there's a bevy of beautiful ladies lining the red carpet to accompany me to my spot where I must do this part alone. There's only room for one person to ascend the tower, and I go up that radio tower, rung by rung by rung by rung, and I get to the top, the tippy top, the point of the tallest point in all of North Carolina. And I put on my glasses so I can see to the great white north. And on top of that, mountain. On top of that mountain. On top of the great Mount Ontario in Canada is a cabin. And inside of that cabin there's burning snakes and quotes and all kinds of fun stuff happening. And Crystal opens the door, connects to the light, beams the lasers across the world. And that's how DDP radio makes it to the masses, which means Crystal...
0: Are you ready for another episode of D to Here Radio? <laughs> yes, I'm definitely ready. After what <laughs> I've just learned, I'm pretty sure I'm ready for this. <laughs> well, yeah, you were just uh, you
1: were just uh, giving me some some nature facts over there, <laughs> and uh, apparently, it's never too young, to, uh, never too old to learn, right? <laughs> I so, feel like a uh, well,
0: horrible person. <laughs>
1: well, I, we, I guess we got to go there because we can't just tease the audience. You got to tell them what's on your mind. You were doing some
0: apparently some hamster biology research or something. <laughs> no, I was just doing some reading on something that crossed my desk, and it said that hamsters hibernate. And when they hibernate, they their heart rate slows down, and they don't seem to be breathing and I'm thinking, "Oh my goodness, I have kids! I'm pretty sure we've had a house full of hamsters, oh gosh, the chances of me actually thinking that one of them was dead and threw them out or buried them or whatever. Oh, my God. I feel like such a horrible person. <laughs> but there's a good chance they could have also been dead
1: because hamsters don't live very long in general. But So sure. a little consolation if you, just to make you feel a little bit better in case you uh got zombie hamsters coming after
0: you. <laughs> and that's how we start the show. <laughs> <laughs> Which oh. is funny
1: because... I was sleeping hard one time, and my dad called the morgue, and he's like, "Yeah, he's gone." They're like, Mister Mullins, he's snoring. You can't get him. You can't have us take him away. So he tried. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, well, we're we're starting out our our tomfoolery a little earlier than usual. So uh, I guess I'll try to button it up. And uh, I know we got a hell of a show coming up tonight, and I know that you have been crushing it, bringing in these amazing guests after guests coming in here every week. Inspiring the masses with some incredible stories. And uh, I have no doubt that you've got another banger lined up for us here tonight. Uh, So without any further ado, Crystal, can you please introduce our DDPY Warrior of the Week for DDP Radio tonight?
0: Sure. So this week, um, Joseph J. Poschner is back. Um, To update Mike and I on everything he's been up to Um, It's been a little while since we talked with Joseph So we figured we'd update his story and just see what's going on His first appearance is uploaded in the archives at DDP Radio on iTunes As we inch closer to Christmas, we recognize it's a hectic time for everyone. It's nice to be able to sit down and revisit with friends for a much-needed pause. Please welcome back to the show my friend, Joseph Poschner.
2: Hey, guys. How are you?
0: Hi, Joseph.
2: Hey, man. What's going on? So, so, listen, before before we start, I have to get in on this, Tom Flory. First off, Mike, how did you climb that tower that damn quick? Well, I, I told
1: you I had my Go-Go Gadget helicopter hat. You know, that's how it's done.
2: Okay, well, well, well I, I I really want one of those. And, Crystal, I love your snake photos. And you don't have to worry about it because I am a teacher. I did have a hamster in my room for two years. She did hibernate, but if I touched her she moved. So if you had a hamster that was hibernating, it would usually move if you touched it. Oh uh, I think somebody, I'm
0: in the clear but
2: I was in the I was in the same I was like, Is she dead? Is she sleeping? Right.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna go
1: with Crystal is the hamster Ted Bundy over here So I'm just gonna use that to my advantage
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Well we appreciate you coming back in And, ch- and checking in with us man uh, Like I said if you guys or like Crystal said If you guys want to check out uh, Joseph's full story check out the archives ddpradio.com. we got almost 600 Episodes up there so uh, Definitely go uh, check it out but for those Who um who uh, aren't familiar with you can you give us a little bit of a cliff notes version of your story to get people caught up?
2: yeah let's see it's 2023 so 2020 I was I am in a wheelchair just because I have a brain injury and one of my legs is kind of shorter it's kind of shorter than the other one and the achilles the Achilles tendon, is tight on it So I am using a wheelchair However um, Due to hard work And perseverance The calf tendon is Getting looser by the day I can feel it I am able to walk a little bit more And You know I'm, I'm just kicking ass And taking names That's all I can really say oh
0: my gosh I'm so proud of you yeah,
1: that's that's I mean that's incredible, man.
2: Guys, wait cuz trust me there's going to be a lo- 2023 has been extremely busy for me. And as I posted, I don't know if you saw it, Mike, but I did post when Crystal posted on Facebook earlier today that the show was a go. I did post that I was going to announce something on here, so I'm going to do that towards the end of the show.
1: Yep. Oh, awesome, man. Well, I'm really excited about it, but for those – for uh, for you know, we're going to catch up here. Tell us what's been going on in 2023. How did your year start out? What's happened since the last time we talked to you?
2: Okay, and, and this is going to sound weird because a lot of the stuff I'm going to talk about doesn't really have to do – at the forefront with DDPY,
1: but it, you know, it's part of your story, man. You don't have to yeah, yeah, well, just do you, the, man. The
2: the the thing is, is that if it wasn't for DDPY, this wouldn't be happening. I still do DDPY every day. um I am at eleven hundred and five straight days. I believe it is. um of doing DDPY workouts. I am also I am also entering into my third year doing crossfit workouts, which when I started crossfit 2 years ago, I was working solely with a personal trainer and I would work with him for a half an hour at a time and I would be able to do three moves literally. So he could have me do say squats Russian twists and um, I'm trying to think of another one that I, where I have to get up. Um, let's just say bicep curls. And I would be able to do, do like maybe three sets of 10 each and I would be so out of breath and so done covered in sweat. And now, just starting this year, as a matter of fact, starting in October, I now do classes. So I still work with my personal trainer, but now I'm to the point where I can do a class where I'm with other members, and I I do the class the way I want to, so I, mo- I modify it the way I want to, like GDP says. Modifying is fine I love modification When somebody tells me that you're not working out When you modify I laugh in their face Um, But you know And I mean I'm just I'm getting stronger I can feel it Yes I'm sore But I mean just by the stuff I'm doing every day By how much energy I have I can tell I'm getting Stronger and stronger Every day and that's what That's one of the key phrases I like that DDP says is stronger every day. doesn't matter how much stronger you get, but as long as you are getting stronger every day.
0: Absolutely.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's incredible. And you talked about that you had a, a brain injury and, you know, you were you were put in a wheelchair. And, and and there's very few things more just grounding than having to be put in a wheelchair and told you're you can't do what everyone else does. You you need to be treated special because you can't physically do the things. And and to the to a point there's a lot of people who are who are in a situation like that who kind of find that as an as a reason to give up because they don't give a lot of people hope in that situation but you've literally traded your wheels for wings. Like you've just, you've, it's a cliche, but you've you come up out of the chair, you're pushing yourself more than probably ever from what the sounds of it, and how did it, you know, how did you get the mindset of having that diagnosis and having that chair be like an anchor for you and realizing that I can at least do something to try to push myself out of it?
2: Well, here's the thing. The, the brain injury that I suffered, I suffered when I was 18 months old. And I was in a coma for three months. And even the doctors told my parents that I was not going to survive. And in 2023, I celebrated my 46th birthday. My yeah. whole life, my whole life, I have never used my disability as an excuse there are plenty of people out there. I have met them, I have come across them. They are disabled, and they want to use it for an excuse. I am allowed to cuss on this show, correct?
0: Yes. Please okay. do. And, you know, <laughs>
2: you know, when 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 I see that, it's like, why the hell would you want to do that? It's like, you know, I I don't want anything handed to me. If I get something, I want to earn it. And I love it, Mike, you, you you said something similar, but I love it when somebody tells me, oh, you can't do that. Right. Because at that point then, I make it a point to prove them wrong. I did that to myself when I first started working out, before DDPY was even – a thing, I was laying on the floor one day, um, I had just finished some crunches and I was laying on the floor and my brain just happened to think, you'll never be able to do a plank. And I just spoke, I just, I, just, I was like, watch me. And I sat there and I did a plank on my elbows. So, so I, mean, I mean, I can't do a normal plank, but you know what? Who wants to be normal? Who wants to be normal?
0: Yeah, not me. So <laughs> there are three words that, you know, became my personal code of, because I have a lot of, of those doubters and a lot of those people in my life that you, yeah, but you can't do this. You can't do that. Um, I have a sign downstairs in the dungeon, and all it says is three little words: "Because I can."
2: Yep, that's it. Yep. Just because
0: you know, and see, that's the thing.
2: A lot of people, when somebody tells them, "Oh, you can't do this," or "or it's going to be really hard for you to do this," or "you're never going to be able to do this," they take that as final. And that is somebody's opinion, and opinions can be wrong. And that's up Mm. to that person to go ahead and prove that person wrong. And, you know, I mean, I have those people too, but I try to keep them in the background. Like, I will speak with them if I have to, but otherwise they're just there.
0: I have a very um, abrupt kind of opinion on, you know, someone else's opinion. So there is a phrase, and it's another one that I have that's downstairs, and it just says opinions are like assholes. Everybody's, Everybody's got, got one. one. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. And, you know, it's true. I...
2: I am a special education teacher in Kingman, Arizona. And um I even incorporate that into my class because if you look at the if you look at the window to my room, if you are entering my room, I have a DDTY phrase on that window. And the phrase I put up this year was if you say can't if you say can't, you better add yet to the end of yeah. that sentence. And I and whenever whatever one of my students says, Oh, I can't do that, I said, um, yet you can't, but you will. And to go along with this um working about my work, I actually have a third grade teacher. He knows I'm into wrestling. And I pick up a couple of of his kids when I do third grade um resource. And it's funny because he's taught the whole entire class that when I come to the door they all stand up. They will all face me and they will all give me the diamond cutter sign. <laughs> oh,
1: that's awesome.
2: That's so awesome. I get it fun. I get a kick out of seeing twenty five third graders put up throw up the diamond cutter, bring it down, and as they bring it down, they all say bang too. I told them that. I said when you bring that diamond cutter down, you need to add the word bang to the end of it.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, I love it. I love it. That's 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 awesome. And that's so cool too, that like <laughs> in in a subtle way that's that's that whole group of people supporting you that's the whole group of people throwing their hands up and saying we got you we know who you are we know what you do like
0: that's a sign of respect and that's really cool.
2: Yes sir
1: that's exactly how I look
2: at it.
0: I mean it, so, it's a great to know that you know you're rubbing off on on the kids and you're making a difference.
2: Well you know that that's something I really try to do because I mean if you, if you go into a school, you know the first-grade teachers, you know the second-grade teachers, you know, you know whatever grade teachers. Do you ever really know the special
1: ed teachers?
0: Right.
2: And so that's my thing is I try to make my class fun so the kids don't feel like, oh, man, I'm being pulled out, I hate this, blah, blah, blah. No, I want them to be like, yes, I get to go here, and I get to work with this guy And whatever, you know, I mean, I try to make my room, honestly, the funnest room in the school.
0: I mean, I think it's really important as an adult, I sit here and I I listen to you talk. And there is a very big difference between someone saying I have to versus I get to. And I mean, I pick up on that right away. And that's really positive.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um when you think of when you think of that I have to it's kind of like a drudge on you. It's kind of like oh I don't really want to do this, but you know right. I, I have to. If it's I get to thing you look forward to, it's something you want to do during your day.
0: Yeah, so inspired
1: action. So the last time we had had you on here, it's been a couple of years. You know, there's a make or break point when people who do DDPY where the new shiny object <laughs> thing comes along, and they kind of just they kind of let their health deteriorate. You know, the newness wears off, the newness of being healthy, you know, wears off, and people slip into their bad habits, or there's a chance where they kind of just cement this as a part of their lives and with your with your uh, physical you know condition and, and injuries and stuff that's like an added motivation it must be to keep going because you know that if you slack off it's not just as easy as like oh i'll just figure it out later you know you have health consequences do you find that to be a motivator uh, or something to kind of keep you on the on the on the path of just doing well and taking care of yourself more so than somebody who doesn't really have to worry about those situations
2: Oh, absolutely, because I'll tell you, when I do my DBPY in the morning, because I like to do the DVPY in the morning, at least within the first two hours after I get up, um, my body feels much better after the stretching and after just the workout, even if I'm just doing, say, like a bed workout. I, ha- I had a day a couple weeks ago where I was scheduled, I believe, to do Stand Strong 1. Uh, by the time I got home, it was already 10 o'clock at night, and I still had to go to work. So I'm just like, I'm just going to do a bed workout just to get something in. If I get my DDPYA done in the morning, my body feels so much better than if I wait in the, uh, to, like the afternoon or the evening. Now, again, as I've been doing this now for three years, I it's been, it's been better because I haven't been able to do DDPY in the morning. I don't get to it to the afternoon or the evening, but my body is not as sore as I used to, as it used to be. And, you know, it doesn't like, I mean, like at the beginning, I mean, I would literally hurt and now I don't hurt that much anymore. I hurt because I'm sore, but I don't hurt because, Oh, I didn't exercise. And, and, Going to your motivation when you when you when you first see DDPY or anything, like you said, it's motivating, it's the shiny new object. Motivation runs out really quick. And that's when you have to use your discipline. That's where like people like John Benegay I'm sorry, not John Beneget, John Venable, who's done this almost for two thousand days straight, Amber Coward who's done it for 1,200 days straight, because me and her are almost on the same track, that's discipline. That's not so much motivation. You do have the motivation. But as things, as you do something for longer periods of time, the motivation is going to run out. It's, that's when you have to kick your discipline into high gear. And, you know, it's just, for me, it's like I don't even think about it anymore. It's just a part of my day. Just like getting up, going to work, doing my job, DDPY is my job. I have to do it. I might be tired. I might not be able to do it till midnight, but I'm going to get it done.
0: So, Joseph, I had somebody ask me, um, especially with someone with a streak as long as yours, Do you find that the workouts are still challenging or that you're getting a workout still, or has it become kind of stale? No, it's
2: definitely still a workout. I mean, as a matter of fact, there's many days where I have to do, um, I call it a rest day, but I'm not actually taking a rest day because I mean when you do dynamic resistance, you are still, Working your muscles, and there are days when I wake up and my muscles are sore. And when I say I take a rest day, I will go through a DDPY workout, but I just won't do the dynamic resistance. I'll I'll do the moves so I get that down, but I won't like I won't Hulk up per se when when we're doing it. And you know there are days. I mean, everybody has them. Oh man, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. You know what? the Fun thing is, when you get done doing the workout that you didn't want to do, yeah. Usually, you usually thank yourself for it.
0: Very mm-hmm. <laughs> really, true.
2: I will. I will say, man, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, and I, and I look at it, and it's like, and I and I, and sometimes I have to give myself a pep talk. Dude, it's twenty minutes. Just get it done. And yeah. You know and I get it done and it's like, you know what? I feel nine, I feel ten times better. And I just thank myself. And you know, sometimes things are gonna get still, but you know what? There are a lot of workouts on this app. There are a lot of workouts
0: that I haven't even looked at yet. So I know that when it comes to doing workouts, I have a five-minute rule that, you know, I prep like I normally would for a workout, and if I'm not feeling it, the rule I have with myself is you have to make a full-force effort for five minutes. If after five minutes you still aren't feeling the workout, you have permission to to let it slide for today. Um, I can honestly sit here and tell you that <laughs> there hasn't been a time after getting on my mat that I've gotten off the mat because I wasn't feeling it.
2: When, once, once you get into the workout and once you get into the routine, it's just, it, it's easy. I'm not saying yeah. that the workout I'm not saying that the workout is easy, that you're not gonna sweat, that you're not gonna use your muscle. What I'm saying is easy is you're you're already in it. And you know, maybe you're doing a fifteen minute workout. You just did five minutes. You have two more blocks of five minutes to go. And sometimes that's how I look at a workout. I'll look at a twenty minute workout and I'll say, Okay, I have five minutes four times
0: because I mean that, Sorry, okay. it I' I mean there there are times when the workout you need is not for your body as much as it is for your mind and that that's just like exactly, and that's that's like what I said
2: the so the other week when I came home at ten o'clock i you know because i I had planned to do that I had planned to do stand strong One at about six o'clock at night, seven o'clock at night when I got home well, things didn't work out that way. I didn't get home till 10 o'clock. And I'm, and I'm already, and I'm already stressed. And I get up at five o'clock in the morning? And, you know, it's like, I don't want to miss my workout. And so I, I, that's what I said. I said, okay, well, I can either miss this workout, or I can just do this workout, which is seven minutes less than the one I was going to do. And at least I get a workout in. And that, that's, Sometimes you need to talk your brain through that to figure out, you know, like, what is your best option? I mean, I took took a three-week road trip this summer. I went through every state in the South except for Florida because I had visited Florida already. And, I mean, when I stopped at... When we stopped at a gas station or something, Jennifer would go in and she'd do, she'd be, you know, doing her something. I'd be in the car doing a DDPY workout. I just, just a quick one, you know, just like wake up or something, just something to get my body moving, my blood moving. I'd be sitting in my car with my feet outside, of course in a parking lot, just sitting there listening to the radio. I have and my radio's on Bluetooth in the car so as, as people are walking by me they can hear what I'm listening to. Doing it in the parking it's, lot.
1: You gotta get it done when you
2: can get it done.
1: Sometimes the act of just doing it, just even just to roll out the mat and do it, the the building of, of, of routine, the because sometimes a lot of people will notice if you stop doing DDPY for a while, the biggest part is just pulling out the mat again. Like people get in once, uh, you know, I always say once people stop doing it for a short time, that's where a lot of people fall off. So if you can just get the mat and put it on the floor and roll around for a few minutes on it, that just, that, that, that routine, that familiarity with doing this every day is so important. And you talked about the mental aspect Having that routine, I think, is such a positive, you know, mind reset every day. And I've talked to more people who just talk about the negative aspects of not even the workouts, but just getting out of the routine of the workouts, what it does to you mentally. And it, it puts mm-hmm. you in a funk. Uh, I, it's, it's something that really just is, is almost required for your mental health. If Once you start doing this, you notice the decline when you don't.
2: And that's one of the reasons why I do it every day because I'm one of those people. If I stop doing something, even if I want to pick it back up, I'm probably not going to because I'm, I'm just that busy and I'll just forget about it. Um, and you're right. And the problem is, people look at it and they might say, you know, my favorite workout is Diamond Cutter 2.0, but that's an hour long workout and I don't want to work out for an hour because my I haven't done it in a month two months a year a few weeks and here's the thing it's it's on an app it's not like Diamond Dallas Page is in your house physically with say a gun pointed to your head saying do this monkey <laughs> or, you saying, know, now I'm going to shoot you, and, and that's it. Do it for five minutes. Who cares if you shut it off? If you get the movement in, you will continue to do it, and then you build up. You did it for five minutes this week. Next week, do it for 10. Then do it for 15. You don't have to finish every workout you start. but You should start every
1: workout that you want to finish. Like, well, if, if if Diamond Dallas Page isn't in your house with a gun telling <laughs> you to do it, monkey, then who the hell has been in my closet that I walked in there for four <laughs> Oh, man, I'm going to get in trouble with that stuff. <laughs> I got somebody in there. I thought it was DDP. <laughs> oy, oy,
2: oy. <laughs> oh might <laughs> I mean, he lives in Georgia, so I mean, he's closer to you than he is me. I'm in Arizona,
1: so. <laughs> oh, the thing is, um, I DDP has been in my house, and I have worked out in front of DDP, and it is legit the most terrifying thing, ever to stand across from him. I don't care how much time. It took me to, – I don't know how much time I've been doing DDPY. I've been doing this for 12 years now. It is the most terrifying thing, no matter how good you are, is to stand face-to-face with that man. I, like, he doesn't even need a gun. He just needs to be DDP.
2: This <laughs> is true. <laughs> true. <laughs> but I'm, like, totally jealous right now because I would love to work out with DDP. I would absolutely love it. I would love uh, so, to. meet them. I was, I, one of one of the places I went on my road trip this year was actually Smyrna, Georgia. I did get to visit the performance center. He was not in town during the time when I came, of course.
1: Uh Yeah, that's that's he's he's all over. The, he's bouncing all over the place, so it's one of those things that uh if you if you head down there again, check out and see if there's anything going on there because he pops in there all the time, but when he's out of town, you know?
2: Yep. Yep. I know. He's a busy guy.
1: Yep. Absolutely. So, all right, well, we got, um, it's 935. Do you want to hold off your announcement for a little bit longer or do you want to tell us, uh, you know, what's been going on um, in the past uh, couple oh, years oh, oh. since we talked? Talk you a little bit more. I'll give you the announcement at 952. How about that? All right. Sounds good.
2: <laughs> so <I'll>, um, <laughs> something else exciting that I've done this year is I don't know if you do you guys know the company NASM, National Association of Sports Medicine.
1: I've heard of it. You guys Actually, like it? I don't know much do. of it. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a few people who got certified through there that I know. I
2: this year got certified through that. Way to go? For both, um, for both the pers- certified personal trainer and certified online personal trainer. So I am able to do classes um, in person or over the computer, and I am in the very, 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 very baby stages. Of creating my own fitness business.
0: Wow, wow.
1: that's incredible, man! Congratulations. What kind? What, uh, so, what kind of business yeah. you you uh, you fooling around with? Like, what kind of like toying around with? What kind of ideas?
2: Well, the fitness the the, the name I gave it is Waymaker Fitness because I am. I am a very big believer in Jesus. And um, honestly, I I don't think I would be here without him. So that's like first and foremost. And honestly, what I'm doing is because it has helped me out so much is doing um, chair workouts. Because a lot of people that are in wheelchairs or that have struggle with mobility, Don't realize what you can do in a chair. I have done Diamond Cutter 2.0 from a wheelchair, a whole workout. Lots of modifications. Am I getting as much as one of the people I'm watching on the up? Probably not. But you know what? I, I believe... When I did it, I haven't done that one for a while, but I believe when I did it, I burned like 700 calories, and that was just sitting in a chair, doing that workout. We all know how pow- we all know how de- how deadly that workout is. Yeah. And um, what I'm actually starting is I'm just starting with my church. I'm starting with the group of my church.
1: Well, that's, that's incredible. Man. And, and what a cool thing to do because, you know, everyone always says you can do anything, you know, DDPY, you can, you can, you know, anything's possible. Everyone can do this, but to have somebody from the perspective of actually living a life with a wheelchair, like that's a whole other animal. Cause people can tell you what to do, but you know more than somebody who's never been there. You can tell them like legit modifications that will help in, in, and are efficient and effective having that past and experience is going to be a, a huge benefit for when you're trying to teach other people how to do it in their possibility.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's, you know, I was, I, when I, when I, when I go to church, I like to people watch while I'm listening and I'm just looking and I'm, and I'm just thinking, I bet you there's a lot of people that can use this because a lot of elderly people, they, they they want to work out, but they don't know how to. And I, and I'm not saying that they're stupid or dumb by any means. Don't I'm, don't don't get me wrong. But when you when you start a workout, you have to know what your limitations are. You have to know what you can do. You have to know what you can't do. If I if I stood up right now and tried to do a handstand, I'd break my neck. I know I can't do it. I know I know my limitation, and you know a lot of people don't know where to look for that stuff. Don't know well how do I know if I can do this, and you know they don't know how to do it safely. And that's one thing, as a fitness instructor for any brand. You need to be able to do is keep your keep your clients safe. DDP does it. Um, a lot of other fitness trainers have done it that I I mean that I've seen. Are there are there mistakes? Do accidents happen? Of course they do, but your job is to minimize those. It's kind of like being in a WWE ring. Because your, your, your main job in that ring is to keep your opponent safe, which seems very weird, but that's what your main job is to do.
1: That's, I mean, that's the name of the game right there. And the safety aspect of it, you know, you want to push people out of their comfort zone, but at the same time, a lot of these people who have these physical limitations are uh, are at risk, and things are different than just – trying to push somebody who can do anything in the world, you know, who's like a physical, you know, perfectly physical, uh, physically. So that's a, that's, that's a really important point you made.
2: And, you know, and, you know, I'm like sometimes getting that person in that chair and just moving that is out of their comfort zone. Yeah. I mean, you know, comfort zones, are geared towards every individual. It could be as much as, you know, starting a program, getting in a chair, laying in a bed and doing a program. I mean, you know, that could be getting out of their comfort zone because as far as they're concerned, they would rather just be sitting on the couch, watching TV, eating bonbons.
0: Well, habit is a... Is a creator of comfort zones, right?
2: Yes, it is. I would love to be on the couch watching TV, not so much the bonbons. I'll take the protein bar. Huh.
1: So, seeing, seeing, um, you know, to be honest here, telling anybody they can do anything, you know, it's a, it's a nice thought, but it also sometimes can be dream crushing, because. Not all of us can do everything everyone else can do. It doesn't make us less, but there's realistic um, situations that I know that I can't safely do this, that person can. And it's almost limiting. It's almost grounding to people. But instead of telling them you can do anything, find ways around it. Find things that you can be extraordinary at with your limitations, because every single person has some limitations in life. I mean, just gravity alone. I can't jump off the building and fly. That's a limitation. But showing people that they're, they're capable of doing things that they can't do or you can't do or I can't do and finding ways around their limitations to be great and improve themselves, that's true. Uh, that's a true motivating thing, and it's more so than making pe- people feel bad because you can do anything and then they try and those realities just aren't there with them. Find ways around it to be extraordinary. You know, Mike, you you hit on something there.
2: Um, Right. You tell people you can do anything you want to do. It can be limiting, but here's the thing. When you are working out, be it BDPY, be it CrossFit, be it whatever, you can't look at somebody else and say, I want to be that. I can't look at you or Crystal and say, you know what? That's what I want to be. I'm not, <laughs> no, you don't. No, well, I'm, I'm, you, this is an example because I'm like, that's the thing. It's just like, you know, person B. might be, let's say he's a bodybuilder, okay? I mean, you know, and this is, some, this is something else I live by is don't compare yourself to others and what others are doing. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday. And, you know, that, that, that's me. Is, you know, when I exercise, I am 99% modification. Whether it's with push-ups, whether it's with sit-ups, whether it's with a plank, whether it's with a crunch, I am 99% modifying. And, you know, I hear people, like I've, I said it earlier in this show, I said, you know, people say modifications aren't really working out. Well, okay, then why am I on the floor or sitting on a box or laying on my bed drenched in sweat and touching my breath? Just because you do it differently doesn't mean you're not doing it. And there yeah. are some things that, like, I mean, you can tell me, I could do a handstand if I really wanted to, and I'd laugh in your face. So you're right. There are some things we can't do. But when you tell somebody you can do anything you want to do, you're you're trying to use that motivation factor to get them to at least move. And maybe we shouldn't say you can do anything you can do. Maybe we should say, You could do anything that you want to do if you work for it. Nobody's going to come and put a spell on you when you're sleeping, and, you know, you're going to be able to do everything. But if you work, you might get close to it. It's it's not just going to happen. You just can't get up one day and lift 200 pounds. But if you work at it, you could.
0: I mean, I I'm one of those people that I'm thoroughly convinced that nobody would ever want to trade spots with me in life ever. Um but I also, you know, it, <laughs> I am motivated when someone says to me, "You can't do that." <laughs> the first thing that usually comes to my mind if someone says that is you want to bet, you want to
2: bet. The the, the first thing that comes to my mind when somebody says it to me is watch me. Yep, exactly. That's that's my, and you know, that that even goes when I do my CrossFit workouts because when you do CrossFit, if you do the actual workout, I'll use the one I did tonight. Um, there, you can do Rx, which is as written, so you do it exactly as it's written, or it's scaled. I've never done an Rx workout. I've done scaled workouts. Tonight's workout, I did sitting knee raises, toe taps, deadlifts, toe taps, whereas if I were to do the Rx, instead of the toe taps, I would have been jumping rope. If I would have tried jumping rope, it would have been funny because I would have been flat on my face. But again, I'm not in there looking at the other people I'm in class with saying, man, I wish I could be like that person. No, I'm like, you know what? I'm over here living my best life. And you know what? The, the, The nice thing is the coaches don't treat me any differently. And I love that. Um, You know, they still root me on. They still push me. They make me, you know, they make me do it because, like, sometimes I'll say I don't want, and, you know, they're like, no, get another setting, get another setting. You have time, you know. And I love that external push as much as I love the internal push from myself. Because there are times when I'm tired, like today. Because not, it's not as cold as it is in Canada. Um, I know Canada yeah. got got some snow, didn't you, Crystal? Yeah,
0: I did. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh,
2: it was 60 degrees here today, and for us, that's cold. Um,
0: oh, muffin. <laughs> well,
2: well, Bram's laughing his ass off right now because I just said that. <laughs> Uh, um, but you know, and that that's gonna happen. I I wore a sweatshirt to the workout I did tonight, and for the first time, I even told my coach this. I said, "For the first time in my life, wearing a sweatshirt has kicked has kicked me in the ass because I was I got so hot that like I was I was moving slower than I should have been, but. You know what? I was still pushed. I was I was pushed by the other members in the class, and that's what I love. It's it's a it's a family, and that's what I love. And it's like with DDPY because when I'm watching DDPY, I know who I'm working out with. I know that DDPY, Stevie, Teddy, and Terry are on the other side of the are on the other side of the screen. And mention Terry's name. I do want to mention to Terry's family, friends, whoever's listening, um, I am very sorry for your loss. I was devastated when I was just in Oh, absolutely. <sighs> yeah. She was the
1: best. Dev-
2: yeah, I was devastated when I read that she passed. I'm glad I still work out with her every day.
1: Yeah, what what a cool way to live on for her. really cool. Oh, I mean, she she
2: she might have passed, but she's never going to die because she's always going to be there. And, Perfectly you know, said. And, and I'll find myself as I'm as I'm going through the DDPI workout, I'll be cheering on Teddy or I'll be cheering on Stevie. Or I'll be like, "Go Terry, go." You know, cuz that's just how I am. I want to lift up the people around me. I yeah, I am there for me but I'm also there for everyone else.
0: So that's the difference between being a human being and a human doing. <laughs> this is
1: true. Absolutely. Is true. Well, we got about uh, 9 minutes left on the show before they boot us off, so I'm going I'm going to turn it over to you to say your piece and uh then we'll uh, wrap things up and and head on out, but before uh, we do, I know you've got a pretty uh, uh, exciting thing you're an, uh, excited to announce, so um, I'll hand the floor over to you.
2: Okay. This will be posted in the DDPY Tiger Battalion page tonight after this show airs. I have to type it out. But a year ago or so, I, I want to say it was sometime in March last year. I did a challenge where it was just for the month, and I did a challenge, and every workout I did, I donated $2 to a charity. I had four people join me in this challenge. This was also done in the Tiger Battalion. So if any of my Tigers are listening, I so thought you guys might remember this. And I am sorry, I do not remember all four people that joined me. The one I do remember that joined me is Cap Bridget Bell. Uh, and we raised money. And the first, the, the charity or company that I was donating to at this time, this month, was uh, the American Legion in Cave Creek, Arizona, which Scott French is a member of. I am good friends with Scott. I've met Scott multiple times. I've worked out with him. He's a great dude. His wife, Amy, is awesome. Um, And between myself and these four people, we raised $500 for the American Legion in Cave Creek, Arizona. Wow. So, go. I'm up, so I'm upping the game. I'm upping the game for 2024. Starting on January 1st, 2024, every workout that I do, I will donate $2. Now, when I say every workout, I mean every DDTY workout. If I do CrossFit during that week For every CrossFit Workout I do I will Donate $2 I will keep this money with me All year On December 30th 2024 I will Deliver in person This money For Two, I'm sorry, not four, but two. Scott French in Cave Creek, Arizona, for the, for the American Legion. Um, my goal, I don't, I have not figured out how much it will totally be, but my goal is to deliver Scott a check for over a thousand dollars. For the American Legion, and the reason that I am doing this is because when I was in high school, I wanted to be in the military so bad. As a matter of fact, I think every recruiter hated me because I would hound them, and I, and that was going to be something that I couldn't do. But I've always supported our military. I've always supported our veterans, and I like giving locally. Or to someone I know. So that is my challenge to myself in 2024. If anybody listening would like to join me in this, they can find me on Facebook. I'm in the DDPY Tiger Battalion group. I'm in the DDPY Yoga main group. You can send me a friend request. You can shoot me a message. And we can talk. That's my that's my personal challenge for 2024. Very cool, awesome. man. Very cool.
1: That's a, that's a really that's awesome. Congratulations, man, and, and congratulations on, on last year's too. Five hundred dollars is, is a lot of money for a lot of people. So, uh, congratulations.
2: And I'll keep you guys updated on the too, totally,
1: Don't worry. Awesome. 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 Well, uh, we appreciate you coming on with us, man. We appreciate you following up with us and, and checking back in with us and, uh, always a pleasure to chat with you and I uh, hope to do it again down the line. Uh, when we get another, uh, little bit of time under our belt and see where you're at, but, uh, you're, you're a beacon of uh, positivity for this community and, uh, you know, your community as well. And, uh, all the things you're doing with, uh, with kids as a teacher and an instructor and all that stuff is, is commendable. So uh, congratulations on all your success and uh, continued success.
2: Thank you guys. I love talking with y'all. Have a great night. Bang!
1: Bang. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. And we always wrap things up here at Crystal Stewart. Uh, we have your quote of the week uh, as always, you know, You can't have Guns N' Roses play without playing Welcome to the Jungle, and we can't do GDP radio without Crystal Stewart firing us off in the next week. So uh, without any further ado, what you got for (laughs) us?
0: Let's get motivated. Sure. So the quote this week is, know the difference between those who stay to feed the soil and those who come to grab the fruit.
1: Love it. Love it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just yep. gonna grab that fruit. Uh, uh, some grapes sound delicious. If you get me, <laughs> sorry, I I I can't have a moment where I don't ruin everything. So thank you so much, Crystal. That's a great quote. And uh, <laughs> sorry, my, my I can hear my wife rolling her eyes in the other room at me. But um, uh, <laughs> anyways, have a great week, everybody. Thank you so much uh, for for uh, joining us. Um, Again, I'm going to try to stall because I lost my page here. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Thank you so much, Joseph uh, and uh, Crystal, as always. It's a pleasure, and I hope that the zombie hamsters in your backyard don't come back to attack you at (laughs) any time during the night. But uh, all right, guys, stay warm. Uh, Crystal, bundle up. It's cold, and uh, Joseph, you're as cold as Arizona can get, so I hope you guys have a great week, and we'll talk to you guys soon. For DDP Radio, I'm Mike Mullins for Crystal Stewart, and we are out. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man.
2: The powerbomb set up by Paige. Oh, oh, diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Wow. Diamond Cutter out of the powerbomb